Well, hello there, fellow beauty hunters. In today's episode, we talk about revolutionizing our view of creativity and even life itself. Have you ever heard of the Japanese concept of wabi-sabi? I have found it to be a secret sauce for much of my creativity as I turn life's imperfections into a masterpiece of flawed beauty. Today, we will explore the art of embracing the cracks, the quirks, the wrinkles, and the dents. Curious? Stick around as we unravel the magic of wabi-sabi and how it can transform your creative expression and your world. Hello, creative soul. Welcome to the Beauty Hunters podcast. Are you feeling stuck? Not having enough time, money, or energy to create? Do you want to make a difference in this world with your creativity, but you feel exhausted by life's responsibilities and void of inspiration? You are not alone. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Michelle Rose, fellow creative souls who understand the struggle. We once lived a life consumed by the daily grind, leaving us feeling empty and dead inside. And that all changed when we discovered the mindsets and skills that allowed us to stay in creative flow and infuse everyday life with creative passion. We are here with strategies and inspiration to help you fill your daily life with vibrant creativity. If you are ready to thrive and take your creativity to the next level, then grab your coffee, tune in, and let's create a more beautiful world together. Okay, so before we dive into today's episode, we want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's taken a moment to share their thoughts in a review. We are especially grateful for J.M. Dan's five-star review, which says, Love this. Such a great show. I can't wait to listen to more. I am so much more alive when I am out in nature and being creative. Thank you for the reminder to focus on what really matters. Well, thank you, J.M. Dans. We are celebrating this week because all of our listeners' reviews have helped us make it to the top 3% global ranking for our podcast category. If you have enjoyed the podcast and haven't left your review, remember, your review matters. It helps others find us easier as well. So... We're in the midst of the Christmas season, and guess what's been playing on my TV? Guess what? Hallmark Christmas movies, of course. Of course. (laughs) They're my guilty pleasure during the holiday hustle, because I can be distracted, and somehow I don't miss anything. (laughs) And so, you know what's interesting, though, about that? One of those movies triggered a thought about the Japanese concept of wabasabi, although I think I might have said that wrong. It's wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi. I I believe. I'm not Japanese. (laughs) So picture this. The main character is an ornament maker and faces a disaster when all of her creations shatter during a shipment. But here is the twist. She turns those broken pieces into a more beautiful and meaningful masterpiece like a mosaic. It got me thinking about wabi-sabi and its profound connection to our creativity and art. And so Jonathan... Do you want to share with our listeners what wabi-sabi is in relation to your art? Absolutely, Michelle. The essence of wabi-sabi lies in finding beauty in the imperfections, in the rough and the unfinished. It's like the cracked vases that a skilled artist turns into a masterpiece when he mends the cracks by filling them in and binding the broken pieces together with gold. And it becomes this breathtaking vessel that not only lives on, but takes on the marks of its journey 
but becomes more beautiful than the process of being repaired. It's a concept of just taking the broken pieces and the flaws and the dents and all the imperfections that we just accumulate as we live our daily lives and letting them have a voice, letting them take on their own character and letting them be a part of our lives that we dignify with that voice and dignify with beauty rather than try to hide the imperfection like is so often the case in our Pinterest perfect world where we only put our best foot forward on social media or let people see only our highlight reels in life. Wabi Sabi takes the opposite approach. It actually draws attention to the cracks, to the imperfections and lets them be this beautiful piece of our lives. So this concept really hit home for me on my artistic journey. And I should probably give a little more detailed description of what I actually do. I don't think I've actually outlined for our listeners what it, exactly it is that I do yet. I'm a primarily a metal artist. I take old, dented, discarded propane tanks and I turn them into this beautiful melodic instrument called a steel tongue drum. I'm very much working in that realm of wabi-sabi where I take a broken vessel a dented, discarded propane tank. It arrives with rust and dents and sometimes even holes. And I actually turn those into these beautiful pieces of art and creations that can live on in another form, but still have those dents and those pieces of their broken past that live right along with them. And at first... I used to just take the dented and the really damaged tanks and I would set them aside because they were harder to work with. As time went on, I just couldn't ignore the potential beauty that could be lying dormant within these flawed tanks. One day there was this one tank that was just damaged in such a way it made it so hard to work on that I just set it aside in my workshop. I was like, I'm, I don't have time for this. I got to move on. I got work to do. But it just kept calling to me from the corner of the workshop. I have a voice. I have beauty to bring to the world. I'm worth the time. And fine, I, I relent. I will, I will pour my creative energy into you. And that process of just slowing down and actually working with the imperfection, it taught me a lot about slowing down and taking the time to let my own imperfections have a voice. No two propane tanks are dented just the same, just like no two people in life are broken or dented or marked the same way. We all carry these marks of imperfection. We all carry these different ways that we've experienced the hardships of life, and we all carry the marks of our journey. And that's kind of what Wabi Sabi is about, where we just take those marks and we embrace them, and we find a way to imbue them with some, some creative energy and some beauty and give them a voice that can bring beauty into the world. And so speaking of turning life's imperfections into something beautiful, I know that you have an experience to share when tragedy became a canvas for strength and resilience in your own life. So Michelle, you want to jump into that story and share some of that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Back in about 2006, my life took a sudden turn when I was diagnosed with a blood condition that left me constantly fatigued. Imagine needing 16 to 18 hours of sleep daily, leaving little time for anything else. I mean, I was juggling homeschools, chores, daily tasks, and all of that during those brief wakeful moments, but creativity and socializing took a back seat. 
And in the midst of that 12-year health crisis and journey, I stumbled upon Jordan Rubin's inspiring journey. He faced health challenges and used that to catalyze him into transforming his adversity into an opportunity. He founded Garden of Life Supplement Company. He wrote the Maker's Diet book. And he established Beyond Organic and Ancient Nutrition Supplement Companies as well. So although his methods didn't cure my blood condition, it actually still fueled a passion for coaching other women who were struggling with their health issues as well. So while my life took a different trajectory than I initially implanned, it turned out to be far better than I could have imagined during those challenging years. And it's a testament to the resilience we discover when we turn life's lemons into a lemonade. Or to a kale smoothie. (laughs) Yeah, because we were raw vegans. (laughs) How how could I forget that season? So much kale. (laughs) And so I've actually been reading a book called The Obstacle is the Way, and it does a perfect job of breaking down practical steps that we can implement immediately about turning in our obstacles into something that's a strength. Yeah, that sounds very much in line with Wabi Sabi. So when life throws us curveballs and we face a complicated creative project, our first step that we need to take is perception. And so we need to step back and observe it from the outside, be the outside observer to the situation of our life. Just kind of look at it with fresh eyes. That's right. Yeah. And so, um, and then what we need to do from there is just kind of take on a new attitude that embraces the situation instead of living in resistance against the situation and approach it by seeing the gold in those broken and imperfect parts. Yeah. So you have to shift from seeing it as an obstacle to seeing it as an opportunity. That's right. And so it's often in this step, though, that we get faced with those internal frustrations and unmet expectations. We live with those overwhelming emotions, things like grief, pain and loss, things that, you know, it's like if it's an unmet expectation, you have to actually grieve the expectation that you had to be able to move into that next step and embrace the next thing. Kind of like in my story, I didn't actually turn out the way I thought I would, but now I'm living a better life than I originally thought I would. The other thing we're going to have to do to get that new perception, we're going to have to find ways to get rid of the fog in our vision. You know, we get so distracted these days with our um, digital devices, our cell phones, our Nintendo Switches, our Kindles. And so we're going to have to be able to set those things aside when we're trying to take on a new perception and a new perspective, because it's cutting through that fog that we can truly face this whole thing head on. Yeah, I think one of the keys anytime we need an upgrade in our perspective is to try to eliminate as many distractions in our life as possible especially if we're using those distractions to numb out the uncomfortableness of a situation. So good. Right? Like how many times do we just doom scroll on social media or just numb out to a, a show we're binging on Netflix or something just because it's so much easier to do that than it is to face the discomfort of whatever that thing is that we need to press into. But what's more uncomfortable than staying in the horrible situation we're in to begin with? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's the next step? So the next step is action. It's the step where we harness all of the energy and creativity and start breaking down the obstacles, turning them into opportunities. But here's the tricky part. It's called resistance. Resistance often shows up. I want to encourage people that rather than try and avoid resistance, look at your resistance as an indication that you're on the right path. Yeah. 
right? Because resistance doesn't show up when you're halfway through that bag of Doritos on your Netflix binge. Resistance is like, oh, I don't have anything to do here because you're already checked out. We're good here, right? But when you put down the bag of chips, when you put down the bottle of wine, when you turn off the cell phone and start to engage, that's when resistance shows up, right? And that's when it's time to dig in and take some action. So what's throwing a wrench in the works for you? Is it physical stuff like feeling tired or dealing with money and budgets and your kids and your schedules? Is it not having enough room to breathe? Or is it just more in your head, fear and uncertainty or comparison or feeling like you're not up to the task in that voice of the critic? Maybe it's that lack of support or resources, whatever it is, that first step of perception, that's going to help you identify a lot of what the resistance is coming at you. And then the action is when we start pushing into that resistance. We pinpoint those roadblocks and then we take aim and turn that adversity into an advantage. So good. And so then once we start going after that adversity and using it as our advantage, we the final step is actually involves our will. And something Jonathan's taught me about will is that is cultivating and maintaining that inner strength and how to tackle those things head on. It's not just about staying positive. It's about being endlessly creative and opportunistic in that perspective. Yeah, a lot of times that's just a choice, though. I'm naturally more headstrong and bullheaded, but it is also a choice to find a positive outcome, look for a solution. And as creatives, we can choose, we can direct where our creativity goes. You know, when we start imagining an outcome that's negative, well, we can actually choose to imagine an outcome that's positive, but we have to be aware of the thoughts that are going on in our mind. We have to think about what we're thinking about. And sometimes we have to just take a deep breath, slow down and stop and choose where our creativity goes. Right. And so when life gives us lemons, we're not just making lemonade. We're learning how to take every single drop out of that lemon and even take the rind and get the zest out of it. There you too. go. The zest of life. <laughs> And so, you know, it's all in line with that promise from Romans 8, 28, where we're assured and promised that all the things work together for the good of those who believe and trust in him. Absolutely. And so to keep this mindset, we stand firm on that promise. We trust it and we walk in that faith. I mean, after all, faith is about seeing what isn't there, just like spotting those hidden values in the broken pots. Yeah. And just like a lot of creativity, creativity is about imagining something that's not there. Creativity is actually an exercise of faith. All right, lovely creatives, as we wrap up this inspiring chat, I'd like to leave you with some homework. I would encourage you to grab your favorite journal and jot down a couple of hurdles that you're currently facing. Whether it's a creative project or just a circumstance in your life, let's use these steps that we discussed, perception, action, and will, and let's chart a path from adversity to advantage. Let's chart a path from obstacle to opportunity. And then share your insights either with us on our Facebook page or with someone that you're just doing life with because we're all in this together, cheering each other on. Remember that your story, just like the mosaic of broken pieces, has the potential to be a masterpiece. Until next time, keep embracing the beauty of every imperfect moment. 
Thank you for joining us on the Beauty Hunters podcast. I hope this episode has encouraged you. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with other creatives in your life? And please leave a quick written review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews keep us inspired and help more people discover the podcast. Okay, time for us to hit the road. We're off to our next art show. We'll meet you back on Monday for another episode. Until our next encounter, always remember that your creativity will make the world a more beautiful place.